voices today. How does God speak? We know that God speaks, right? The problem is we oftentimes struggle hearing him. And it's not his fault. He wants us to know him. And if you're here today and and maybe you find yourself in a situation in which you're trying to understand and, and know what God's wanting you to do in a particular situation, maybe you're facing something at home or at work or maybe there's some health issue, whatever, I'm telling you, God desires to, to speak to you and, and encourage you and, and just give you some counsel. Do you believe that? He's always speaking. The problem is that we struggle recognizing his voice. You know, when Jesus walked the earth, it was easy for his followers to recognize his voice. They they would hear his voice as they chatted uh, with him along the dirt roads of Judea or maybe as they bantered over some bread and olives at the mealtime around the table. It wasn't difficult to determine if, if, if it was God speaking because they knew that everything that Jesus was saying, they knew that it was a direct word from God himself. They, 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 they knew that, that Jesus was so dialed in, he was so plugged in, he heard from his father before he ever spoke of him. They knew that Jesus was revealing God's will to them when he spoke. He was the very words of God lived out in the flesh. But then Jesus left. And they could no longer sit with him at the table. They, they could no longer hear him teaching in the synagogue. And with still so much to learn, it was difficult for them to understand why in the world, when things are going, we've picked up some momentum. Why would he leave? Well, he would answer that question for them in John chapter 16, verse 7. He would say, in fact, it's better that I leave. Then his voice, he said, would be able to go beyond these halls of Jerusalem. His voice would be able to go past those streets up and down Judea. His voice would go further than the steps of the temple. His voice would go where he physically couldn't go because it would come now via his spirit. In fact, he even refers to this one that he left as being even greater than him. You see, through his spirit being left behind, this, this counselor, this advocate, this, this one that was his representative still here on earth, oh man, the gospel began to spread like never before. And unlike the days of old where, where only a few a select, only a select few could, could experience his voice now that his spirit was left. Listen, it, it would come to all who wanted to hear it. Listen, today God wants to speak to you and you can hear his voice, but you've got to want it. You've got to want to hear from God. Are you with me today? Let me ask you a question. Have you ever wanted God to speak to you? How many of you would say, man, there have been times in which I've needed God to speak to me? In fact, let's just be honest. Show of hands, be honest. How many of you are right now say, you know what? I'm in a situation and I really need God to speak into my life. Just raise your hand and just look around this room. Hands, we're longing to hear from God. 
And I hope that there has been a time in which you can look back in your life in which you know that you have heard from him. When, when I first asked God to speak to me, I, I expected his voice to be some loud and booming sound, kind of like Michael Buffer. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the... You know, I expected it to reverberate in my outer ear like some mystical force, right? I expected to audibly hear his voice, but I didn't expect it to sound like every other thought that I had. You see, sometimes people don't get an outside voice. How how does God speak? I do believe that God can speak out loud. I, I get in trouble a lot of times because the things that I think actually come out of my mouth out loud sometimes. You ever been there? Everybody, anybody ever had one of those foot in the mouth moments? Sometimes, you know, and my wife has reminded me, she said, uh, listen, that was your outside voice. And we just heard what you said. I, I do believe that God can speak audibly. I, I do believe that on those rare occasions, there are those moments like at Jesus' baptism when the voice of God spoke, this is my son in whom what? I am pleased. I do believe that there can be those moments in our lives when God's voice is an audible voice like Saul experienced on the road to Damascus. You remember that? There was a blinding light and then there was a voice from heaven that said, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Can you imagine? Can you imagine walking out of here today and the booming voice of God himself speaking to you? That'd be pretty awesome, wouldn't it? Some of you might mess yourself. He can speak that way. He can speak that way. But what I've oftentimes found God speaking in my life is that, that, that it oftentimes to me seems to be that he's speaking in an in, inaudible in, in voice. The, 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 the voice that oftentimes sounds like my own thoughts. A still small voice as scripture sometimes refers to it. And let's just be honest. Sometimes it's easy to miss that, isn't it? It's easy to miss that. I imagine that's why Samuel found it difficult to notice when he first heard that voice in the middle of the night. I I don't have time to read you this story. 1 Samuel chapter 3. Can I just encourage everybody to say 1 Samuel chapter 3. 1 Samuel chapter 3 would be a great passage for you to begin to read today. Maybe if you're going to one of our life groups later this afternoon, leaders, maybe 1 Samuel chapter 3 would be great. It was like, like Samuel experienced there. Samuel is in sleep and he's in, in, in a home with a gentleman by the name of Eli and, and, and Eli is pouring into Samuel and encouraging him and, and Samuel has a special calling of God on his life and, and while they're asleep, Samuel hears a voice and he calls out, is that you, Eli? No, answers Eli. And Samuel hears it again as he lays, are you calling me, Eli? Eli re- repeats, no, Samuel. And Samuel hears that voice again, but, but it wasn't Eli's voice, but it sounded like it could have been. That there, there was no angelic song accompanying this call on his life. There were no shofars trumpeting from heaven. It was just an ordinary voice, and it was hard for Samuel in 1 Samuel 3, verses 1 through 10, it was hard for him at that point in his life to recognize it, mostly because he hadn't heard it before. But eventually, oh, he learned to discern God's voice. 
he learned to discern. Say learn to discern. Tattoo moment of the week. If you're looking for a tat this week, learn to discern. The one a couple of weeks ago was simplify to amplify, right? Come on, I can fix you up. We can get ink all day for you, all right? Samuel learned to discern God's voice from all the others. In fact, he got so good at it that as you continue reading his story this week in 1 Samuel, he he got so good at it that you're going to find that none of God's words fell to the ground. Everything he claimed to hear from God actually came to pass. How many of you would love to be in a relationship with God just like Samuel was? You learn to discern God's voice, these words in red, over the voice, a noise of the world, these words represented in black. Listen, like Samuel, practice will make hearing God's voice easier. Practice will make hearing God's voice easier. You see, over time, you learn to notice the difference between God's voice and the myriad of other voices that are churning around in your head. Anybody hear voices? Anybody? There's a lot of stuff going on up there, right? For some of you, there's not so much. But but for others, there's just a lot of voices going on in our minds. And over time, as we practice listening to the voice of God, you'll learn to distinguish between the voice of God and and even the voice of your mother. You know when your mama's calling. You, 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 You know when she's like, how come you haven't called me? You know, sorry, mom, you know. You know, when are you going to take the trash out? I hear that a lot at my house. Honey, trash needs to be taken out. It's recycle day. Oh, I drove off this week and I forgot it. Thank you, girls. Brown girls. Round of applause for the brown girls recycling. (laughs) Saving the earth. I'm telling you who's going to save the earth, and his name is Jesus. Amen. Oh, crud. Here come the hate hate mails coming. I know. All the earth people. I love the earth, too. I do. I do. And we as believers need to steward it the best. We do need to take better care of it. I was going to say, go pull weeds in your yard. Do something in your... Get. But you need to learn. We practice. The more we practice, we're going to begin to hear God's voice easier. A voice above all others. Listen, his voice wants to speak to you. God's got so much he wants to download in your life. And listen, his voice... It's just greater in so many ways than all the other voices and noises that we hear. You see, it speaks to you in ways that make you stronger. It fills you with hope. It's a spiritual voice that brings life to all who hear it. It is a voice that sounds like Jesus. We know that God speaks in various ways. He he, he can speak audibly, absolutely. Do you believe that? In fact, let me just, can I just, this is kind of cool. How many of you have actually had the audible voice of God speak something into you? Let me see your hands. Get it up. That's awesome. Praise God for that. You knew. 
God can speak to us in so many various ways by his Holy Spirit that is within us. To those of us that have said yes to his son, Jesus Christ, listen, the Holy Spirit of God is planted within us and we have this advocate. We have this great one that Jesus told his men and John would come and be with us and he still speaks to us through his spirit. Are you with me today? And how does he speak? Well, I think you got to start with the Word of God, the Bible. Amen? God speaks to us through the Word. We know that He also speaks to us through prayer. How many of you have been in a moment in which you've been praying? It could be individually alone with God, or it could have been maybe in a group of other people that were, had the same focus, passion, and longing to meet with God, and He spoke to you in prayer. Anybody ever had God speak to them in prayer? Amen. Hands all over the room. We, we, we know that God can speak to us through the circumstances in our life. Remember what we said a couple of weeks ago, that God is always speaking. He's not just talking at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings when you're gathered here in this room. He's always speaking every day. And check this out, in every situation. I think all of us would say, yeah, it's really easy when I'm on the mountain to hear from God. But listen, we believe that even in the lowest points of our life, God wants to speak to you. And he wants to pick you up out of the miry clay and set your feet on the path, on the rock, amen? He wants to deliver you from that. And that might be a word of encouragement for somebody right now. Whew. Someone might be hearing you at a difficult moment right now in life. And it's not pleasant. You, you've, you've tried everything that you know to try. You, you've, you've asked friends and family. You, uh, you've relied maybe on, on yourself to pull you out of it. You, you may have just tried to work harder. Or maybe you've just given up. Listen, even in that moment, I'm telling you, God wants to speak to you. And you need him to deliver you from what you're facing right now. And I'm not saying that God can't speak through your family or friends. And I'm not saying that God might not use a past experience that you've been through that you learned from to, to listen, we win some and we learn some. Ooh, that's good right there. You win some and you learn some. You never lose. And maybe right now you might need to rely on a past experience. You've been there before, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. And right now you might need to remember how God saw you through that. He speaks to us through the good and the bad circumstances. Do you believe that? I believe that through creation, God speaks. Amen? I believe he speaks through creation. The sun sets. Sun rises, orange and blue. God's a Broncos fan. Well, you've never seen a blue and silver. Cowboy nation, hating. But doesn't God speak through creation? You ever seen a rainbow? 
We know what a rainbow's significant, right? We know that. Have you ever had, a, you remember maybe the birth of, of, of your first child? Creation? In fact, doesn't scripture say that, that if, if we, and by the way, you know that we're God's most prized creation. You know what happens when we fail to give him worship and praise? The other created things, the rocks are going to cry out. Something's going to, God's going to get his praise. God's going to get worship. Something's going to give it to him. Creation speaks to us, doesn't it? Whew, you, you think there was a sermon at the Red Sea when Moses walked them across it? Holy moly. Wouldn't you like to have been there? And you think Pharaoh got a sermon as well as when he watched what happened there? Woo! Creation. God speaks through it. God speaks through the church. I hope that there's been an experience in your life in a setting like this. Not, and I'm not talking about just in a room like this. Yes, in a room like this, but with people like this, the church. I hope that there's been a moment in which you can recall God speaking through the church. Anybody ever been encouraged by the church? Anybody ever heard God speak through the church? He speaks in so many ways. And in my experience, I would have to say that he's spoken most clearly to me when I've been the most obedient. When I've been the most in, 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 in need of comfort. And, and, and for the most part, listen, the, the, the times I seem to hear God the most is just when I'm really taking the time to listen. When I really take time to listen. Listen, listening to God requires the deliberate choice to shut out the chaos around you and focus your thoughts. Is God someone you can hear? The Bible says he is. And the Bible, I believe, is one of the main tools in which he speaks. Anybody with a preacher today? Listen, we live in a world of noise. Almost everywhere we go, we find sounds that, that are competing with our minds, keeping us from, from, from letting our thoughts get below this surface level. We're cellar dwellers. You know that, right? We oftentimes just think about the things of the earth, the things that we can see, the things that we can taste and touch and feel, these things that we hear, all this stuff down here. And this is where most of us tend to stay. I believe it's in Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. I didn't look this up. Somebody confirm it with me. I've been known to make stuff up up here before. But, but I believe it's in Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. It says that, that we need to think about the things of heaven and not the things of earth. You know what that means? We need to quit thinking about what we see and feel down here. Let's stop being cellar dwellers and let's begin to set our mind on things above. You see, hearing God's voice, it, it means not listening to the world and listening to the noise around us. It's not easy, I know, but I'm telling you, it can be done. Oh, I think there is a verse that says, I can do all things through. Come on, who strengthens me? Somebody shout amen. amen. Listen, do you long to hear God speaking to you on a regular basis? I want to share with you some ways real quickly that you can fine-tune your hearing Anybody needs some hearing enhancement today? Ladies, did you walk in with a lug nut that needs some? Just kidding. I know. I'm sorry. I did it again. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. Hey, man, did you bring somebody with you today? I'm in trouble so bad. I'm available for lunch today if anybody has an opening. 
Listen, let me share with you some things. I believe God doesn't want you to miss him. I believe that God is speaking to you and he wants to say some things to you. So real quickly, hey, look to his word. In fact, here's our main verse for the day. It's right here in the front and center. Somebody probably ought to take this home after next Sunday and hang it from the rafters of their house. Amen. 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong and it teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people for every good work. Hey, listen, God communicates through the scriptures. Amen. If there's anything you need to know about us here at 1910 is we believe that this is the infallible, inerrant word of God. We believe that this book is still relevant. God's word is still relevant for our lives today. We we, we believe it from the concordance to the maps in the back. Amen. We believe every word of it, even the genuine bonded imitation leather. It's all anointed. Maybe not that part, but we believe in this. And just as this verse today says, it is inspired by God, given to some 40 different authors that had their lives all together, right? No. Some wrote from prison. (laughs) In fact, that's what we, there I'm going back to, somebody get arrested. We need to write. God speaks to people in prison. Some were exiled on islands, left to die. Some wrote for the comforts of their home. Some probably even wrote outside as they were inspired by God. But we believe that this is the word of God, and we believe that God communicates through it. Anybody with me today? Sometimes it's a verse that pierces our heart as we're searching for for truth or wisdom. Other times it might be a passage, maybe just a few words from a verse that, that, that he brings to your mind and maybe a particular situation. Maybe in that difficult time that you're relating through right now, there was a time before and you remember how God saw you through it. And right now he's bringing that back to your thought. You win some and you learn some and he's pulling you out of a situation. For some of us, when we have a question on a topic or, or a decision to make in our lives, listen, the Bible has so much to say about it. And let me just share this with you. This is big. Don't doze off right now. God will never lead us contrary to what he has taught us in his word. God will never lead us contrary to what he has taught us in his word. In fact, the more you know the word of God, the more you're going to recognize God's words. You'll know words when you need comfort. There'll be words that come to mind when when you need to be corrected, when you need to be taught, when you need guidance. Listen, we hear the voice of God when we spend time in the study of his word. In fact, I believe this. The more time we spend intimately with God and his word, the easier it is for us to recognize his voice and his leading in our lives. Anybody ever worked at a bank? A few of you, anybody ever robbed a bank? <laughs> Don't raise your hand there. <laughs> you know, they teach employees at a bank that that, that they're, they're trained to recognize counterfeits by, by studying genuine, genuine money so closely that they're able to, f- to spot when a fake comes through their drawer. Correct, Pac? Is that correct? You, they're able to, to, to know that. Listen, we should be so familiar with God's word that when someone speaks error to us, it is clear that it is not from God. 
Listen, I just said God will never lead us contrary to what he has taught us in his word, but I'm telling you, sometimes people will. And so your litmus test is to go back to the word of God and see what it says. Are you with me today? So become familiar with his word and you'll become familiar with his voice. Real quickly, David, King David was author of most of the book of Psalms. And I love what he wrote in Psalm chapter 143, verse 8. David said this, let me hear of your unfailing love each morning. For I am trusting you. Show me where to walk. For I give myself to you. David sought God's direction in the morning at the beginning of his day. Kind of like a general in, in, in God's army. He, he, he wanted to hear from, from his commanding officer before he ever entered into battle. He began each day fresh with God. It was a great reminder that, that as the scripture says, all his mercies are new every morning. They're new. You know God wants to give you new manna. He wants you to taste from new wine and new bread. Don't live on yesterday's manna. Don't live on last year's sermon. Don't you live on last year's camp experience. Don't you live on last week's sermon. There's new manna for you today. You get in the word. You must find that time that works best for you. I'm not saying you have to be in the morning. Some of you people are like the devil in the morning. So actually, Scripture might be good to kind of help you get out of that funk. But you need to find a time that's best for you. I I, I oftentimes say we need to see the face of God before we see the faces of our friends. I think that's true. Just as I prayed earlier, I, I, I pray that I hear from God before I ever speak of him. I, I pray that, 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 that you hear from God and that you would know God before you ever set out to live for him. That's the problem. So many of us are, 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 are Christians, but, but we've not met with God since, oh my gosh, it has been a long time. And yet there we go. We're going out trying to represent him. I'm telling you, you need to see the face of God before you see the faces of your friends or your enemies or that boss, that principal, that coach. Well, whoever, do you want to hear God speak to you? Man, I, I, hey, listen, just real quick. I, I, listen, I don't know if you know this, but I guess services, we have even free devotional books. We, we believe in getting you in the word of God that's so, so important. Listen, guys, these are free. You know what free means, right? It doesn't cost. We're paying for this. You're worth a buck fifty. We want to get the word of God into you. That's why we offer things called life groups. It's not so that we can sit around and give somebody an opportunity to show off their culinary skills. No, we get together to study God's word together. That's why we, we offer men's and women's studies, Radiant. By the way, Radiant's about to start this new online study this week. They can get their books today at guest services, right? So you can stay connected this summer, wherever your travels take you, maybe to the Turks and Caicos or maybe to Bergheim. You can be connected. That's why we offer things for men on Wednesday nights and Saturday mornings and Wednesday mornings. And uh, Listen, we just, well, that's why the Hill, our student ministry, has student small groups on Sunday nights to get people in the Word of God. And here's something cool. We believe that when we're together with other people that have that same focus and passion that are 
pressing forward to all things of the kingdom, there is something special that happens. God, God speaks. Are you listening? Today, God's speaking to somebody right now. He's speaking to you. And it's something that he's been trying to say to you all your life. He's trying to say this. I love you so much that I died for you. And you need to know that that I came. I came to give you life that is the best life available to any person on earth. And it's a life that doesn't end when your time on earth ends. In fact, just as Pastor Chach led at 1910 Church this morning, they're right. Heaven is our home. And heaven is the home for all of those who receive this gift of love that, that I gave. And, and that gift of love was this. I left heaven, came into earth as a form of a man, and I went to a cross and I died for you. I became the ultimate sacrifice so that you wouldn't stop trying harder, going more, giving more, serving more, trying to pursue knowledge. I just want you to pursue a relationship with me. That's it. That's it. So today, will you say yes to my son Jesus? Will you allow him to come in to be Lord and Savior of your life? You see, that's what God is saying to someone in this room today. There's other groups of people in this room today that that you relate to being in a difficult situation. Do you know that God has so much that he wants to say to you today? And he's speaking to you individually. But here's the great thing about it as well. I've got some incredible people. In fact, I want to ask our prayer ministry team to go ahead and come and stand down front today. I've got some great people, men and women of God, that, that, that have a word that I believe that God might just deliver to you through them today. That is a spiritual word. That is a word of encouragement and counsel. That is, that is bathed with his scripture that might just be the word that you've been seeking. So here's what we're going to do now. I want to ask everybody, go ahead and stand with me. You guys have been great. And I'm going to pray and I'm going to dismiss us. But even while I'm praying, if you feel the voice of God calling you to make some sort of decision or to come and receive encouragement, I want you to come. You come even right now. You come today. Obey the Spirit promptly. Delayed obedience is disobedience. So, Father, I'm praying today that right now people all across this room would know you love them. And I pray for that person that needs to say yes to Jesus. That even right now as I'm praying, they would start coming. Come on down right now, sir. Come on. There's a lady here that needs Jesus. You come right now. Say yes to Jesus. He gave his son for you. He died for you. There's someone in this room that's in a difficult situation. And they need a word of encouragement, comfort, counsel. I pray that they would come today. Right now. Right now they come, Father, and just receive a word of encouragement from you today. So, Father, as people are leaving... I pray for those that need to obey your spirit would respond and come forward at this time. It's in Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. You're dismissed.